Welcome to the Smut Hive, where each week we, Jillian and Morgan, review a romance book, drink something yummy, laugh our asses off, and rant about what we loved, what we didn't, and of course, talk about hot, smutty sex. There will be spoilers, so if you want to read it first, close now and come back later. We would like to note that this is an explicit podcast where we may talk about many taboo topics that include explicit sex scenes, subject matter that could be sensitive to some, and filthy language. Welcome back to the Smut Hive. Hey there. Hi, Julian. Hi, Morgan. How are you? I'm good. You? I'm hanging in there at the end of this blah fucking February. Yeah. Yeah. Over winter. Yes. Ugh. Hey, what are you buzzing about? Um, well, currently my eyes are burning so fucking bad I can't see. I'm only person who has allergies in February. Oh my God. Okay. Ooh. This weekend, I'm going to my very first gumbo fest. <laughs> we'll see how it goes. Gumbo fest? Yeah. Yeah. I think that's what it's called. Mm-mm. Honestly, I don't know. I was actually drunk when someone asked me if I wanted to go, and I was like, yes! No, in retrospect. I... We'll see. Okay. I mean, at the very least, I'll be drinking. Do you like gumbo? <laughs> um i don't know i think so wait are the is that like broth and tomato based or is it like creamy like chowder i don't think it it's both? creamy i think it's more tomato based i don't know i guess we're gonna see yeah as i lo- don't listen as long as it's not spicy because you know i don't do gumbo spice. spicy well then i guess i'm gonna just be drinking the whole day apparently we'll see okay we'll see how it goes okay yay what about you Oh, it's not as exciting mm. uh, as a gumbo fest yeah. because I am not leaving right. my house. It's fucking cold out uh-huh. there. So fuck all that bullshit. Yeah. But I am obsessed uh, with Judge Judy reruns. Oh. I got it on TikTok like because Judge Judy is all over fucking TikTok. And then I'm like, you know what? I bet I can find this somewhere. And I did. So I'm watching old ass fucking Judge Judy reruns. Listen, and I'm obsessed. Judy is a boss ass bitch. I fucking love her. She is so. And. Honestly, I don't, she's probably been doing it for like 30 years. She does not look different. No. It's like she has literally stayed the exact same. I know. One of my favorite things is when she's asking for like proof, you know, somebody suing somebody for something and she's asking for proof that you paid it. And they'll be like, oh no, I don't have it. And she'll be like, where, where did you think you were coming today? How did you not bring proof of your payment? And I've been doing this to my husband where he'll uh-huh. walk in, he'll have gone to the store or something. And I'll just be like, where the fuck is what I'm missing? And right. he's like, I don't know what you're talking about. And I'm like, where did you think you were coming today? Right. And he's like, you need to stop with the judge, Judy. <laughs> Everyone in my house, I'm dismissing their case. Yeah. <laughs> I love when people like um, try and talk over her. Oh yeah. And she just like stares them down. All it's it. the best. It is the best. She's so good. God love the juge. Yeah. Yeah. She's amazing. Hey, so we read a book. We did. We did. You guys, I'm obsessed. It's so good. Um, We're only doing book one today. Mm-hmm. Um, this is the broken, this is broken bonds. Yep. The bonds that tie series book one by Jay Bree. There are six books in this series. There are. They're all available. Um, I am currently on book five. I've done nothing else with my life for the last four days. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
my husband is like, you have not moved a single inch. And I'm like, do not fucking talk to me. I am busy. Mm -hmm. And I have only read book one because if I read more, then I'll mess the mess everything up yeah. in my head. Um, and due to time, yeah. I literally finished book one last night. Yeah. So as soon as you leave, yeah. when we're done recording yeah. this podcast, yeah. uh, book two is already downloaded and currently waiting for me to start it. So I will be right yeah. there with you. We I will finish this yeah. series. I actually had to go back right before I came over uh, and pinpoint uh, what the end of book one was because I was afraid I was going to like talk about another book by accident. Mm. Um, we are not going to timeline this one out. It's pretty much we're just going to set it up and talk about the characters. Uh, there's just so much that timelining it is just not going to work. Right. Um, but I'm upset. I, I'm not even sure obsessed is a word. Here's the thing. I like paranormal and we all know I love a reverse harem. Mm -hmm. Book one has no sex. None. And I did not care. That is not like me. Mm -hmm. I even said to Bill, because he said, what are you reading? You like are obsessed with it. And I said, it's so strange. There's not a single sex scene in this book. And I don't even care. It like sets up this world. Nothing like I've ever read when it comes to paranormal. Right. And it is the coolest most interesting read i think i've read in a really long time agreed the characters have really great uh enemy to lover vibes mm -hmm. slow burn but honestly the first book is really honestly mostly hate like, oh yeah enemy hate. it's very bully yeah yeah um but that's like a small tiny part of like the actual book mm -hmm. series uh hundred percent recommend reading this i'm obsessed with it yeah it's so good yeah so you have your main chick in the book and i'm gonna mess it up but i think that the way that you say her name is oleander it's the flower yeah so i don't know how you that? say it but they call her ollie, ollie for short yep. so ollie follows and yep. she's like 19 mm -hmm. okay so you open up the book though, where she's like 14 and she's in a memory where she's in a car yeah. and she describes that she's in the car with her mom and she's currently having an argument with her mom. And then she's talking about her dads. So right. her mom's bonded. Right. So she has three dads and they get into this car accident and everyone dies, but her, and she's got some kind of power. So, you know, right from the beginning, this is a chick that has power. She's hurt. She's grieving. And then right. what is this bonding thing we're talking about? Right. I was like, because she kind of explained it like, this guy is my biological father. Right. But these other guys are also with my mom. Right. But you don't really get any backstory as far as like what bonded, the bonded, my bonded means. Mm -hmm. Um. Because at the end of this, she blacks out. Right. And and then she wakes up and she's being captured. Five years later. Five years later. Yeah. Yeah. So now you understand that this world yeah. is basically Oregon. Yeah. This, or Oregon. This yeah. is where it goes. Okay. So she's caught. She's caught by this tactical unit. Mm -hmm. She says that she is an outcast because she has done something that no one else in her world does. Right. She ran and abandoned her bonded. Right. So what you understand is that when you're bonded, you're bonded with these individuals that technically complete your soul. 
So, and that are, you're supposed to care about more than anything in the world. They're supposed to love and cherish and protect you. Right. You are sexually involved and you share powers and you get stronger. Right. Okay. So she has five right. bonded males. So she is considered the central bond. Correct. Which in a group is the most powerful. Yes. And then you have other people that you are bonded to and you are their bond. Yes. But... In her case, she has five bonded and they are the most powerful of their kind. Mm -hmm. But they, once she bonds with one of them and all of them, well, once she bonds with all of them, they are all bonded together. Right. So like they can like read each other's minds and thoughts or whatever. And and it's a reverse harem. So it is all sexual. So not in this book though. From a reverse harem lover, Mm -hmm. I'm thinking, okay, how how is this gonna work exactly? Because you kind of you you kind of start understanding she is refusing the bond. Yes. She knows she's a central bond. Mm -hmm. She has known who her bonded are Mm -hmm. the whole time. Mm Um, you can get a blood test done, uh, and the results tell you who you're bonded to. And she is refusing to bond because she, and only she, not the readers, not her bonded, nobody knows what her gift is. Right. And she knows that if she bonds, her gift is going, she doesn't know what's going to happen, but she's worried for the world if she bonds. Right. She's afraid of what her gift will become. Because she's very powerful. Yeah. So she has never identified Mm-mm. to them or to the world they live in what her powers are. Yeah. So they think she's ungifted. Yes. Which means she's kind of an outcast. You're so right. they know that she ran all those years ago, but they don't know why. And they basically hate her for it yeah. because they are they are incomplete. Yeah. They know who each other are yeah. as men, but they're incomplete in their power. They're incomplete yeah. in their bonds because they're missing their central. So now they found their right. central. Okay? And I think uh, up front, just in like as a general consensus, they're mad at her because their powers are not as strong as they could be. And so they're blaming her for that. Right. And for her, you know, she doesn't want to bond for reasons that are not selfish. Right. But she's like, they only want to fuck me so they can have their powers. Mm -hmm. And I'm not doing that. And they already have power. These are the most powerful of the power. But yet they could be more. Yeah. And they want more. Yeah. So, okay. So here's your five dudes. I'll just break them down real easy. So you have basically who I consider the leader Mm -hmm. and it's North Draven. He's like a councilman and very rich, obviously. And he is in charge of kind of all the guys and her and of everybody Mm -hmm. again. And then you have his brother who is Knox Draven. He is a professor at the college, the Draven Institute, basically. Draven College is like fucking Hogwarts, I swear to God. Right. It's like the top tier college for the gifted, essentially. Yeah. And so Knox is a professor there. Um, He's also a grade A complete fucking prick. horrible. Oh, so of course I'm in love with him. Right. Of course you are. Yeah. In North as well. Mm -hmm. Okay. Then you have Griffin. Griffin is part of the tactical unit. So he's very much like the muscle, Mm -hmm. but he has gifts of his own. Um, He's also very quiet. And I kind of consider him like smoldering. 
Yeah, he well, he runs he he runs the tag team. Mm-hmm. He's like the top dude, right? Um, and the tag team is the per, the protection, yes. for the gifted, yes. Um, yeah, I feel like he's like smoldery, sexy. Like they kind of talk about him. He's always wearing like jean, ripped jeans, like combat boots, and like a leather jacket, right? Like very like biker sexy. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Again, smoldering. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Then you got Gabe. Gabe is like a student, so he—that's his yeah. vibe. Yeah. He's just a student. He's at—he's at college he's with her at the player. same time. He's the youngest, yeah. I think, of out of all of them. He's a shifter, and he's when he's done being an asshole, he's kind of sweet. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the last one you have is Atlas. Atlas isn't really a part of book one until about the middle or mm-hmm. so because he's actually in school too, but he's like across the country. Yeah. So he doesn't really deal with yeah. the other four men that much. He doesn't like them. They don't really like him. Um, and he stays away from it. Yeah. But he's the only one that's not mean to her. Yeah. When she does get in contact with him, finally. Right. Yeah. So um, Atlas, we learn he's indestructible. That's his power, his right. gift. He is, you cannot kill him. He is uber strong. Um, and then I know you said Gabe is the shifter. Griffin, Griffin is like the mind telekinesis or whatever, mm-hmm. mind reader or whatever. Um, so North and Knox, <coughs> they share the same dad. So their gifts are the same, but slightly different um they're called death dealers so they have shadows these black shadows that create creatures Mm -hmm. they're what i gather mostly dogs but when someone looks at them they're like your worst nightmare and form and like shadow form Mm -hmm. um and they kill you at a drop of a hat yeah. They like eat you alive. They're powerful. Um the Draven brothers are the most powerful in the gifted community in their gifted community, so everyone is terrified of them. Mm-hmm. Um North does not have full control over his shadows. So he once he lets them out, uh they recognize like evil and they just kill them. Yeah. Uh Nax has control of his, so he can pull them back. Or push them wherever he wants. So while they're the same, they are a little bit different. Mm-hmm. Um, they're both assholes. They're both assholes. Knox is like, you learn that like something really fucked up happened to him when he was young. And so his, he, he is angry about her running. But I think he's more angry for North because he doesn't actually want to bond. He doesn't want a bonded. Mm-hmm. So his anger is just very like ragey. Yeah. Like killy ragey. Like he hates everything. Yeah. So I am not Jillian and I do not like Knox. <laughs> I'm a North Griffin girl. Mm-hmm. Like I like those two. They're my top two. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. So, yeah, they yeah. they they kidnap they basically capture her. They put her in a cell, and they treat her like garbage shit. They GPS her ass, and they keep asking her, "What's your gift?" And she doesn't break. She doesn't tell. No. Um. They ask her what she's been doing, why she ran, doesn't tell. Yeah. Like she's like locked up, yeah. like Fort Knox. 
Yeah. Um, but then she's given to North. Yeah. And North basically drops her off at like magic school mm-hmm. and it's uh, his college, yes. you know, his family college. And he gives her like these rules. So she has a phone that only they all have the numbers yeah. to, and she's only allowed to talk to them. Um, she's got, she's got a curfew. She has to pass all her classes. And one of her classes is, is one of the training classes for the tactical unit yeah. that Griffin basically runs. And it's like, you're, you have to learn how to defend yourself or you're going down. You're not supposed to be in it. Yes. Like she's not really ready or supposed to be in it. And they just don't give a fuck. And he's throwing her in there anyway. Yeah. She has one class with Knox, which is a huge issue yes because he's constantly like calling her out so she's a social pariah at this school because she ran from her bonded she's ungifted is what everybody sees because she's holding her power in and she's but she's gonna do it she these motherfuckers and she can't go anywhere because she's gps tracked yeah and she knows that north has the resources she can't run anywhere that he's not going to find her especially with the tracker and if she tries to take the tracker out it's gonna kill her or fuck with her and they have gabe is like her bodyguard yes because he's at the school he doesn't stop anyone from being dicks and he's also a dick yes uh but he's her shadow Mm -hmm. essentially i think it's for I think it's for protection, like in a backwards kind of way, because we learn about what's called the resistance. And uh, this is a group of gifted that are trying to take out uh, other gifted. Other gifted that disagree with them. Um, They basically kidnap them. And if they have a strong gift, they brainwash them and turn them into resistance members. If they don't have a strong gift, they kill them. Mm -hmm. Um, And so there's like, you know, you start learning that gifted are being kidnapped and taken. Mm -hmm. And so while I do think they have Gabe following her because they're afraid she's going to run, but they also have someone with her at all times because they don't want her to get taken. Right. Even though they all think that she's gifted. Right. Or not gifted. Right. Not gifted. And they all treat her like shit. <laughs> yes. With the exception of Atlas. Yes. So Atlas is the only communication that she's had with Atlas at this point is that he's like texted her. Yeah. And called her and been like, hi, I'm your fifth. We're bonded. I'm not like those other jokers. Yeah. I am away at school. I just want to get to know you. Like, you know, yeah. we're supposed to be together, but I want to get to know you yeah. first. So she likes having somebody that's nice to her because everybody is mm-hmm. mean to her. So every time she has a, like Knox being her professor, he's not even allowed to grade her papers because he has such a hate for her yeah. that he gives her Fs when her papers are like Bs. Right. So North has to step in mm-hmm. being the owner of the college yeah. and grade her papers because part of her deal is she has to pass. Yeah. North doesn't allow her to have a job or money. So she eats all her meals at school. She has a dorm room that's mm-hmm. just a little shack of a room with like nothing yeah. in it. She has no access to money. She has to do their things. What I love about her is she fucking does it. And to the best right. of her ability, just, yeah. with no powers yeah. and with all the hate that they're throwing at her. And she makes like one friend. Yeah, her Sage. Sage is her friend. She Her gift is fire. So she can. She's badass. She's I mean, badass. she's very quiet. Yeah and cute and kind of mousy and she's got a raw deal with her bonded her bonded situation is really fucked up so but she doesn't judge and so sage is kind of like letting her know like i'm the outcast because my bonded has basically rejected me but i'll hang with you and we can be friends and they become really good friends yeah they become best friends friends. yeah and she's a great little side character yeah i like her a lot 
Okay. So we've already talked about how this bond really does get you, your power is settled or you get new mm -hmm. power or whatever. Once you do have the sex, none of them are saying that they, well, Knox is saying, I just want to get it over with and fuck you to get my power. Cause you owe it to me, yeah. but I have nothing for you. Like, I can't believe you're my bonded yeah. because I'm powerful and you're ungifted and plain and yeah. scraggly and what the absolute fuck. Yeah. And so she hates him. Yeah. Um, North just has the control. Like he just has to control everything that's going on with everybody and her. Well, North also demands that they meet once a week and have dinner together. Mm -hmm. And so it's of course uncomfortable for her because they all hate her. So they're right. just jabbing at her the yeah. whole time she's trying to eat. And Knox always brings his new flavor of the day and lets whatever this horror, mm -hmm. like, talk shit to Ollie yeah. to her face all the time. Here's what I don't understand about this. Mm -hmm. Okay. So you learn that um, you don't really know what like bonded really means yet, other than they keep using the word. Right. Um. So these women come in with Knox and they say horrible, terrible things to her, mm -hmm. but no one says anything. You would think that no matter how much hate you have for somebody, you have a connection somewhere. Mm -hmm. You don't really know exactly what it will do for you. But I'm shocked that they allow like an outsider to talk to her the way that people do. Yes. I didn't quite understand that. Yeah. And you can tell that it like it really does get under Gabe and Griffin's skin a bit. Yes. Um, nor They don't say anything, but you can just tell that it bothers them. Um, North pretty much lets Knox do whatever he wants. So he never steps in mm -hmm. ever. Yeah. Um, I did find it interesting, uh, that North always served Ollie, always put all her food on a plate mm -hmm. and gave it to her. Like she was not, she never chose her food, food. Yeah. Um, which there's a reason for that. Later on down the uh, later line. Later on down the line. But yeah. um, Allie doesn't, it just perturbs her. She doesn't like it. Yeah. But. Well, and so there's shenanigans, right? They're all doing something to piss her yeah. off, to do whatever. She almost dies every time she goes to this tactical training class because yeah. the other students that hate her too at Hogwarts yeah. are being mean to her and trying yeah. to like kill her and knock yeah. her out and all these things. Yeah. So, but she never gives up. No. And I absolutely love this character because she is strong because she's saying, I'm doing all of this. I am more powerful than all of you put together, mm -hmm. but I'm going to do all of this and endure all of this. And I'm fooling all of you motherfuckers yeah. because my bond feels all of you. I want to fuck all of you with yeah. the exception of Knox. Yeah. I want to have something with yeah. all of you, but I am protecting you, but you don't know what for. Right. You just know she's powerful and she's not yeah. using her power and she's hiding all these things. And they don't, they don't say, they don't know or are in any way thinking that she's protecting them. Right. They think she's just selfish. Right. Which is kind of sad for me. I don't know. I, you kind of start realizing that um, they're, Bonds have feelings outside of their own. Mm -hmm. Like Ollie will look at North and be pissed off, but like inside she can feel like her bond is like reaching out to him. Mm -hmm. So you can tell, and I think they can tell that she wants them, mm -hmm. but she's holding firm 
I can't tell you why. And she says that, but like, we can't bond. It's for your own good. Mm -hmm. I feel like after someone says that to you numerous times, like you should start listening. Yeah. And they're so enraged that they just, it's like a blood coat. Yeah. They just can't. It's like they can't stand to be near her Mm -hmm. because the bonds are trying to break out of their skins to do what bonds are naturally supposed to do. Yeah. But then they can't be away from each other either because Mm -hmm. their bonds long to be connected. Yeah. So it's so fucking interesting how it's written because, again, there's no sex. No. There is one sexual encounter in book one. Yeah. And it's it's with Knox and he's a dick and we'll get into it. But that's the only any kind of yeah. sexy but it's just the way that it's described yeah how they feel for each other but then what comes out of their mouths yeah. and the cruelty and the yeah. bulliness and the banter and of course if you're you're telling them i can't tell you everything but i ran for your own good and i'm protecting mm-hmm. you and they're not listening to her and they're yeah. saying nope you're a selfish bitch and you're yeah. un, you're unworthy of us and you're ungifted and you're a piece of shit and we hate you and so then she's going to be a brat and banter right back right so no one's getting anywhere, no. but Gabe is the first one. I think that kind of loosens up a little mm-hmm. bit. Well, I feel like Gabe and Griffin both kind of yeah. loosen up around the same time Yeah, where they're not openly picking on her. Yeah. They're not stepping in to protect her, yeah. but they're not openly picking on her anymore. Their feelings are starting yeah. to change. Well, I think Griffin starts asking questions. I think he's starting. I think they're both starting to understand something's not right. Mm-hmm. Like something else is going on. And so they do start asking questions and she answers them the best that she can without giving away certain parts of her life mm-hmm. um i will say that the the one scene for me that um was like a shift was uh north demands that she go to this meeting with him mm-hmm. with all these other like councilman families mm-hmm. And first of all, she learns that one of the ladies there is like fucked North before. Right. Um, oh, and side note, they've all had sex with people. Yes. She has not. She is a virgin. Right. But she, it's not really talked about. No. Uh, at no. all. Like in book one. No. You there's there's no talk about no. her having past boyfriends, no. past sex, past anything, but that all of her are sluts bonds bonded yeah. are fucking man horse. Yeah. 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 And Knox is open about it. Yeah. And North doesn't really hide it, no. but he's not talking about it either. Right. But it's up in her face. Yes. Yeah. Um, so she goes to this meeting and she's pissed off and she starts her period. Mm-hmm. And this wasn't book one, right? This wasn't okay. book one. Um sorry, guys. Um <laughs> And she is in a ton of pain and she asks North to go to the store and he's like, no, stop talking. Yeah. And so she gets to the room and she's like crying and Griffin ends up coming over and he like go, he tucks her into bed, lays down behind her, like takes all his clothes. I mean, other than like boxer briefs, Mm -hmm. takes his clothes off, puts his hand like on her lower stomach and like takes the pain away. Mm-hmm. So it's like the first time that one of them has like used their gift uh in front of her and for her. Yeah, to help her. Yeah. Um and I think from that moment forward for Griffin, things start changing. As in yes, the hate is slowly dissipating, but the bond is bonds are starting to like get woken mm-hmm. between the two of them. Right. Um 
With Griffin, though, too, I think that the like North is in charge, right? Yeah. So they all know that North is the one pulling all of her strings, mm -hmm. but like he show, you know, Griffin shows up and she's crying and she's in a lot of pain and she has to tell the truth and say, listen, I started my period and my yeah. periods are absolutely fucking horrible. And I have no money and I have no means mm -hmm. in order to get the things I need as a woman to survive this. And I'm in a lot of pain and you motherfuckers are just cruel. Mm -hmm. And he didn't realize what is yeah. being withheld from her. Yeah. So not only does he use his gifts to help her and calm her and touch her mm -hmm. and be close to her and support her but he also goes and buys her the things that she needs and he gives her a credit card and gives her a credit card <laughs> yeah. and says use this and she won't she won't she uses the stuff he brings her in the bag yeah. you know the might all and all that kind of yeah. stuff but her life has not been easy these past five years and they think like Knox makes comments about well the only way you would have been able to support yourself is if you sold your ass yeah. before and you know here she is untouched and yeah. done horrible things in order to stay alive and experienced horrible things yeah. so they're just dicks but again here's griffin understanding i'm a person yeah and you don't get everything and i can't tell you everything but i'm not mean to you yeah. and so and that's the same thing with gabe like i think her and gabe have a conversation where she says cease fucking fire yeah like can't we just try to be friends we're stuck to here yeah we're stuck together you're the one that has to spend the most time with me we have all the same classes mm -hmm. together you have to do everything with me and follow me like a babysitter yeah. how do you want that to go you yeah. want it to still be this way or do you want to chill the fuck out and let's be friends right and he he chills he the fuck out yeah and then the whole time atlas is being her yeah. friend he talks to her every day he wants to leave school and come to be in school with her but he'd have to like start over credits mm -hmm. or something like that so she's like nope let's not do yeah. that anyway so yeah. yeah so you've got three assholes yeah. and then or five assholes three are okay yeah. two bigger ones yeah more assholes to come yes all right we're gonna take a short break Hey, Smut Hive listeners, just a quick reminder, don't forget to go onto our TikTok and Instagram page, like, follow, do all the fun things. We also have a link in our Instagram bio that takes you to Spotify and Apple. Leave us a review. Welcome back. Mm -hmm. Okay, so Ollie's in her room. Griffin has just left and someone knocks on the door. And she opens it and thinks that it's Griffin and it's not. No. It is Alice. Yes. And he has come for her. The East Coast for her. He's decided yeah. he's going to just start yeah. over at school, whatever the fuck it is he has to do, but he can't leave her there with just all those four jokers. Right. Yeah. So. so he sees where she's staying mm -hmm. and is like, no, the fuck you're not. <laughs> and takes her to his apartment. Now, she has a boundary. She is not allowed to leave a specific boundary line. Mm -hmm. And I don't know if this was within the boundary or not. I cannot remember. But anyway, they're just hanging out and laying in bed and uh, the door bursts so like off the hinges. Mm -hmm. And here comes North. Yep. Like what the fuck yeah. are you thinking that you're doing? And Atlas is like, she's my bonded. Yeah. She can stay with me. Yeah. You have her in a hobble with like nothing. Yeah. And North is like, I don't give a fuck who you think you right. are. Cause North runs everything. That's right. And he was like, that's it. She can't be trusted. So now she has to move into the mansion. Right. She is not thrilled. <laughs> no. Um, 
I mean, at least it's a comfortable bed. Yes. Oh, she's given a grand um, room. But Alice is like, okay, well, I'm coming too then because I'm not leaving her. Right. So he goes there uh, with Allie, Alice does, and then they find out that everyone else has a room there. Mm-hmm. Griffin, Gabe, everyone. Knox lives there. Yeah. Yeah. So, but it's a mansion, so right. it's not like she has to see them. Well, and she says numerous times, like, it's so big she gets lost. There's, like, elevators and shit. Yeah. So. I have to say, Atlas is not, like, he's my least favorite. Because he's so smothering. Yes. That's the, yes. Pr- that's the exact correct word. Overprotective. I mean, and I feel like right now, because... North and Knox are still so mean to her. Mm-hmm. I get it. But Gabe and Griffin are starting to turn around. But he pretty much doesn't want her spending any time or speaking to anybody else. Right. Uh, I don't know if it's necessarily a jealousy thing. Because that's the thing with Bonded is it's not really about jealousy. It's just like the need to survive is based on the need for other people. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think it's more about protecting her and making sure she's safe. And he believes she isn't right. safe. So, but it's still a lot. And he calls her sweetness. And Ugh. it's just not who she is as a person. I no. feel like, so like, I don't love that, but I mean, Max calls her poison. So yeah, he does. That's awkward. I feel like, Atlas's purpose of being there is just for her to have one person that's nice to her, but also to have somebody that's not asking for all the answers. Yeah. Because he's from day one said, I don't, there's a reason why you ran from your bonded. I know it. And when you're ready to tell me, you will. And until then, I'm not going to bug you about it. And I don't care that you don't have powers. The universe says you're to be mine. And here I am. And you would melt if it wasn't for the fact that he was like a fucking puppy dog yeah. that followed her around, except an, instruct- an indestructible puppy dog. Yeah. So he mouths off yeah. to Knox and to North and yeah. to Griffin and like, stop talking to her that way and yeah. don't treat her that way. And they just blow him off because they are way more powerful than he is. Right. Yeah, I do think, too, for Atlas, bonding isn't about power. Like, growing right. power, it's just... He wants the emotional connection. Yeah. 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 But I also think, too, it's because he comes from a family that isn't emotional. So I think he's just missing that in, like, his everyday life. Mm -hmm. So I think that they need each other, like, on a different level Mm -hmm. than the others right now, anyway. Well, I'm going to say that because, again, when we said this multiple times, there's no sex in book one. Right. So for me not having passed book one yet, I'm trying to understand how this is going to become a reverse harem Mm -hmm. because I can't see, I can see the sex. Yeah. I can absolutely see which one she's going to fuck. I I totally get all of that. I know which ones I would, but I'm trying to understand how they're all going to get along with each other because they really don't get along with each other. Mm -hmm. And these are not the type of men Except for Knox. Right. These are not the type of men that you would picture sharing their most prized possession. Yeah. So I'm really so, not really confused, but like intrigued by how this is all going to happen. Well, because it's like, so North and Knox are brothers. Right. Okay. So, and then Griffin is like their best friend, Mm -hmm. like since they were young. 
Gabe has been like friends with them, but like they're not like he's only around because of the bond. Right. Right. Um so it is a very interesting like dynamic. And I I mean I can say it's a full blown reverse harem now mm-hmm. where I am mm-hmm. um in the book series, but um I feel like in a lot of reverse harems, it starts off like, bam, you're fucking four guys. Right. Right? Like, the sainthood. Yes. When we read that, the very first scene, she, outside of one of them, she Mm -hmm. has sex with all three. The first time they've ever had sex together in a room. Like, Mm -hmm. that's immediate reverse harem vibes. Mm -hmm. This, even when she has sex with the first person, that's the only person that she's having sex with for a while. Mm Mm-hmm. And then a second one gets added. And then it's just those two for a while. And then a third one. And that's just them for a while. So it's very slow to become a reverse harem. Mm -hmm. Which is very interesting. Because that's not usually how reverse harems are. Mm -hmm. But I feel like there there was a very careful balance with this particular type of book. And this storyline. Because you can't just throw all these guys in a room and start fucking her. Right. Because that just isn't the dynamic of mm-hmm. the group. Yeah. Um, so it is like, very interesting. Like with Atlas, <gasps> I can't picture him being cool. Right. With any of the guys. Yeah. Enough to be like, all right, let's all yeah. get our dicks out and see right. what's up. Let's, you know, pass around yeah. our toy. But that's also, I mean, that's also none of them. You don't think any of them would be down to share. Except Knox. Right. (laughs) Knox is just a big fucking whore. So I would just see him, like, constantly living the life of, like, orgy. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. That's how I picture Knox. Anyway. Yeah. I think with North, North being the leader, but I also feel like she isn't, she's intrigued by him. Like, he pisses her off. And she wants to push back on his buttons, but I think that she also, or her bond, wants to please him. Mm-hmm. So their sex, I can totally see. Yeah. And Griffin is becoming very lovey and touchy-feely, and he's his gifts are emotional, but he's also this powerhouse. Yeah. I can foresee that sex. Griffin, to me, is like, he gives me very Dom vibes. Like, he does? He, I get it more from North. I, I mean, I feel like they both give Dom vibes, but I feel like Griffin is, um, he's like a quiet Dom. Yeah. Like, you think he's like emotional, but like not. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I don't know if it's because like the tap team, like the violence mm-hmm. of the role that he plays in this book, maybe it adjusts my thinking a little bit, but um yeah, I don't know. I Gabe is like a lover. Yeah. He's like a little lover. But Alice is like a puppy dog lover, which yeah. is different. Yeah, I don't, I'm, I don't really care about. I mean, I'm sure the sex is going to be great. Like, I can't wait to see how it's written out when we get to it because it's not in book one. Yeah. But I think Atlas is going to just bore the absolute fuck out of me for the rest of these books. Like, unless he dies. Like, somebody can kill him and I'm mm-hmm. cool with that. Oh, well. Let's talk about the only sexual encounter that happens in this book and it's towards the end um it is with Knox, Mm -hmm. and it is when she has now been told she has to live at the mansion with north and Knox, and i think griffin still lives there gabe off and on so and atlas is living there so Knox like corners her 
and is like, yep, heard you have to live here. Like, you're just a fuck up and you're a whore. Mm-hmm. And he like, he, I don't know if he's fucked up or drunk or he's just being a dick. And he's drunk. Okay. And he's just like, you're going to give me what's owed to me. And the only thing that he does is he like corners her and fingers her. Mm-hmm. And she comes and then he makes fun of her for it. Yeah. And it's brutal. It like brutal. he, the, what he says and the things that he does to her, like how he's going about what what you don't know if this is her yeah. first, first orgasm like she doesn't talk about it so you don't know i feel like she ali is ashamed but this is i think where you start understanding that there's something else pushing her the bond the bond because ali wants to push him away mm-hmm. she doesn't want what he's doing but her bond does and so she kind of takes over a little bit And so he isn't pushed away. But then after the whole situation, she tells Atlas, is it Atlas or Mm -hmm. no? She tells one of them what happened. And to Ali, it's very much a non-consented situation. Mm -hmm. Like, not that he raped her, because he didn't. No. Um, But it comes out in the way that she didn't, give him consent to do it Mm -hmm. and so they're all up in arms yeah because now they definitely don't trust him around her right especially atlas yeah um and so it does throw a little wrench in just because before he was just mean he never like physically did anything to her Mm -hmm. uh but now Mm-hmm. He did. Yeah. I mean, she does say, like, I could have pushed him away. After a while, she does say that. Mm-hmm. Um, but they're the guys, they're not having it. No. Um, but whatever. She goes to bed. Atlas is there. And yeah. Gabe. They yeah. sleep in the same room with her. And they get up and they... Go to school? Go to school the next day. Yeah. So this is where shit gets wild. Mm-hmm. Because the resistance... Uh, breaks through like the campus security yeah and starts killing and taking people yeah students students um and she is with i believe griffin and gabe and atlas at the time and uh they give her to someone a shielder Mm -hmm. whoever that is uh and gabe and atlas um and griffin all go to to fight yeah they're trying to save yeah Save their peace. So while she's kind of watching this go down, uh, she sees Sage, her BFF, get taken. Right. And she cannot have that, obviously, as one would. Right. Not be able to see their best friend go to her deathbed. Well, it's mentioned, too, during this time, she's fighting to control yeah. her power. Her yeah. power wants out. Her yeah. power is smelling blood yeah and fighting yeah and her best friend is being taken against her will by these assholes mm-hmm. and ollie knows exactly who the resistance yes. is so you get the idea that they've met before yes and there's a whole story i can't wait to read about mm-hmm. but i think that she is so trying so she's been using all this energy to try to control her loins and her bonded yeah. and now she's got to deal with her power yeah. because nobody can know she has power and yeah. apparently too her power is like a beacon yeah somebody can read it if yeah. she uses it they'll know where she yeah. is kind of a thing and um so she gets taken too so that she can save stage right 
it's crazy the way they're thrown in cages the resistant people that you do meet are fucking assholes i'm still unclear about why everybody hates everybody else yeah so i'm assuming that comes out later on Uh, yeah kind of it it's um there the goal of the resistance is to break up the strongest bonded groups Mm. and that is ollie's group right so that's their goal um and that's why she doesn't want to be a beacon because not only are they coming for her to take her because they want her and they want her power but they want to kill her bonded Mm -hmm. and she can have that right you know um so they're in these cages right and she recognizes she's been in these cages. She recognizes the fact that she's been in these cages, but she also escaped from these cages. Mm -hmm. So she knows what to do. Right. Um, But then she also sees Gabe gets taken. He's knocked out cold hurting. Yes. Um, Which makes her bond. Yep. Goes fucking flip floppy. Yeah. So she, they, they recognize her. A couple people recognize her, but, um, she knocks him out or something. I don't remember. She decides to use her power. Well, little, a little bit of it. Right. Um, but it's an, a little bit of her power leaking out with yeah. enough. Yeah. To so, stop everything in the room. So North or Knox and uh, Griffin, Griffin show up and they get everybody out and they're driving away and they come across another resistance. They're path. outnumbered. Yeah. Yeah. There's like hundreds of them. Yeah. And they're like, oh, Ollie, get behind, you know, get behind us, da, da da And her bond is like, in her mind, her bond is like, I've fucking had enough of this. Mm-hmm. And Ollie goes away and the bond comes forth. Now, it's kind of talked about, like, her eyes go black. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just a void blackness in her eyes. And this is kind of the time in which you realize that uh her bond is not Ali. Like it's a separate being and it's coming out right of her. So Ali right. is just a vessel at this yeah. point. Like Ollie's driving yeah. most of the time, yeah. but and she can control her passenger it. can take over. Right. But the second that her bonded are in danger, mm-hmm. her bond is like, bitch, I'm coming out. Right. Like you better be ready. Right. And she stands there and then all of the sudden, all the resistance are dead. Yeah. And while this is happening, she is quote unquote staring at Knox. At Knox. And they're watching each other. Yeah. And everyone is like, holy shit, what is this? What the fuck? What the fuck? And Knox is like, okay. Yeah. You are not not gifted. Right. With Knox too. Yeah. I fucking love this part. So before the like 90, 100, whatever yeah. uh, second resistance. Yeah. So Knox is is letting go of his nightmare monsters, yeah. right? So he hasn't seen that she used power to bust out Gabe yet. Only Gabe and Sage yeah. at this point know that she has even an inkling of power yeah. because they're in the room with her. Well, then they go out to the camp and they're going to try to figure out how to sneak away. And they see the camp is being destroyed and it's by Knox. Mm-hmm. And her bond can feel his yeah. bond and his power and blah, blah, blah. 
So then when they meet up with them and Knox is like, yep, like you're this pathetic weakling and I had to save you and mm-hmm. you probably ran off. And then now all these other resistance fighters show up and they're outnumbered and Knox doesn't have the power to take out all right. the new ones, yep. but she does with barely breaking a fucking sweat. Right. And the fact that she stares at him yeah, when A, she released her power when he called her pathetic and yeah. ungifted. Yeah. B, I've got way more power than you do and see i just killed i don't know 75 percent more motherfuckers than you can and you're bent over out of breath and i'm not even sweating it's like a snap like it's a snap for her yeah so it's kind of described when they're in the cage she like leaks her power out yep and she sends like nightmares into people's brains and Mm -hmm. it like shuts them down shuts them down and eats their brain away and they end up dying Mm -hmm. okay that's like the long way. Right. And then when they're overpowered with all this resistance, she just, what they call her is a soul ender. She rips the souls out of everyone's body and she can do it at a snap. Literally like she sees that they're evil and just boom, they're dead. That's awesome. And no one can, they, they can't believe it. Yeah. They've never seen it. Yeah. And, um, but I love that Knox doesn't say shit. No, he doesn't say anything. He just stares at her. And he doesn't grin no. or take the shit look off his no. face. But you know he knows that he just got handed his yeah. ass for the very first yeah. time in his whole life. Yeah. And I fucking was there yeah. for it. And she does say uh, at the end, um, her power is, there's no limit to her power. Like, mm-hmm. she can kill hundreds of people Mm -hmm. and she doesn't even flinch it does nothing to her body right where like the others if they use too much power you're you know your energy it drains them she doesn't get drained Mm -hmm. so like that's a big um like a a big part of them finding out that she's a soul ender because uh it's never been known that you can kill that many like at one single time and just be untouched with power yeah so, so at this point, at the end of the book, she is with four. Is Atlas there? Atlas has to be there because yeah. he's always there. Yeah. So Atlas, Atlas there. and Gabe and Griffin and Knox North is nowhere to be found, but you assume he's the one running the show. Cause they're mm-hmm. like waiting for a plane to come pick them up. Yep. North is coming on a plane, you know, blah, blah. So she is with four of her five bonded. And now they are all feeling each other. Mm-hmm. Like you have felt my power. Yeah. I have felt your power. I feel your bond. You feel my bond. And then the book just ends. Yeah. Essentially, uh, they're like, how are we going to tell North about this? We don't even know what to call it. Right. And, and she's not talking. <laughs> no. Um, she says, so at this point, Griffin can tell when she's lying because they, they haven't had sex, but they're hanging. They're hanging. Yeah. Um, and she says, essentially, this isn't even the worst that I can do. Yeah. I haven't even t- touched my power. And she's saying this in her head. Obviously, no one knows this. Um, but they're all like, holy shit. Like, she's outrageously powerful. Mm-hmm. And she doesn't even want to talk about it. Mm-hmm. Because I think she she's leery of her bond. Yeah. And she's worried that everyone knows now. Yeah. And there's a reason that she's kept it quiet. But I also think, too, that Sage um, and I think Gabe 
they they know that she's she knows they know that she's been there mm-hmm. or something has happened to her there mm-hmm. um but no one is saying anything right so uh, another thing too is that all of the people that they rescued and then along with uh griffin's tag team that yeah. came to help they've all seen her now yeah have power and they called her a monster. Yeah. And so everyone's saying it under their breath. Like, she's yeah. a fucking monster. Because apparently in this world, there is a, there's a bad thing about having yeah. too much power. Yeah. And you're corrupt and you could hurt yeah. others. And so now they're like, great, this bitch is a mm-hmm. fucking monster. Yeah. And that instantly pisses off everybody but Knox. Yeah. So even Griffin is like looking at his team going, you don't get to talk shit about my yeah. bonded. And that's the first time he's really spoken up to be in defense of her like that yeah it was crazy there's so much i have questions on Mm -hmm. like it needs to happen like book two book three before all the way i mean that i can't say i know but i can 100 percent guarantee that i will finish the rest of book five and six within the next 24 hours Mm -hmm. i will be Um, starting book two in the next two hours so um it's so good yeah and not our normal no. deal. No. Because, you know, we like the sex to happen fast and we like it to just get mm-hmm. going and then let's have a whole fucking lot of it. Yeah. And this isn't even really a slow burn because it's not mm-hmm. sexual. You understand in order to get these powers, you're yeah. going to have to do the yeah. So you know it's coming. You know it's coming. But I'm not wrapping my head around how they're going to be a functional reverse yeah. harem. It's strange to me. Uh, when I was reading the first book, um normally i'm like by chapter seven if there hasn't been anything sexual in nature i'm bored and i'm out Mm -hmm. i literally was finished with book one and i was like huh i just read an entire book and i literally did not care that i wasn't reading any sex scenes Mm -hmm. i can't tell you the last time that that's happened to me yeah and when you have a paranormal book, so you're building a world mm-hmm. and then you're also building powers and we need to, as readers, to understand what your powers are and what your world is like. Sometimes it can be over described and you get bored and it gets or com- complicated com- or super confusing. confusing. And I didn't feel that way. No. I felt like I've never had a bonded, like never understood what bonded was. And within the first couple of chapters, I got it. I yeah. understand why she... I don't know why she ran. I know she believes in why she ran. And I can't wait to find out all of those answers. Mm -hmm. Like, I never hated her once. She was never whiny. And the fact that she took all their blows, she would be scraggly, covered in mud and bruises and cuts and scrapes. And she would still stand on her two feet and go, what's next, motherfuckers? Well, I can tell you by book uh, five, uh, I'm still not annoyed. Mm Mm-hmm. Awesome. It's, it's interesting to me, um, and I'll just say this, um, her bond actually is a slightly more annoying to me than the actual character, uh, Ali. Yeah. Um, just because her bond is focused on sex and keeping her bonded protected. That's all she cares about. Mm-hmm. But Ali has so many other things that she cares about, her best friend and... Um, it's interesting to, um, it's almost like two characters, uh, amongst like one person. It's very interesting, um, to read. Yeah. But also not confusing. I was never, I've never once been confused and it's a whole goddamn world that you're reading about. And 
Magic yes. school. I, I kept saying Hogwarts yeah. because yeah. you have, you know, you bring in these side characters of these students that are, you know, treating her like mm -hmm. an outcast and calling her names and doing magic tricks and, and things on her or whatever. Yep. And then she has built up this friendship with Sage, who I absolutely love and adore. And then Sage has a brother named Sawyer and mm -hmm. he gets brought into the mix. Yep. And then there's a football friend named Felix who kind of has a thing for Sage, but yep. Sage is bonded to Riley and Riley treats yeah. her like shit because of Giovanna. And yeah. it's like a whole side thing. Yeah. And you can tell Ollie is invested in it. And she, for five years, she's been alone. Yeah. So not only did she get a friend, but she got a group of people in their drama. Right. But just think, you just taught, you just said six different characters' names. Yes. But that's the thing is there are so many characters and every single one of them stick out for another reason. Yeah. Like for me, for example, Vivian. He is like the trainer of the tag team newbies. He is hilarious. He is mean and horrible. Uh -huh. He's got like a little tiny soft spot for Ollie. Um, but I like him, mm -hmm. but like he has nothing to do with the story. No, nope. I, but he was a standout character, standout character. And it's even built. You don't know really anything about him. You learn a little bit more, like as the series goes on, not a lot, but no. you learn a little bit more, but it's like every character has a purpose mm -hmm. and you have some sort of emotion towards every character, even if it's just a little bit, mm -hmm. this author is, I'm curious if she's got other books. I I'm amazed. Yeah. How much I like this series. Yeah. Amazed. Especially for it to be out of our normal. Yeah. Yeah. I absolutely like, I have so many questions. Yeah. Like there's so many things I can't wait to find the answers to. Yeah. And I'm so intrigued by, you know, three yeah. out of the five Yeah. that I'm looking forward to their encounters. I'm looking mm -hmm. forward to the whole bonding sex. Yeah. Like that's gotta be mind blowing. Yeah. If it's not, I'm going to be disappointed. But if it was, you would have already told yeah. me. Um, so I know that that's going to be awesome. How they all come together. There's the evil, the resistance, yeah. what's happening there. Of course, I'm always down for the leader. So mm -hmm. what's, he's going to be involved in some right. really hard decisions because he's that type of guy. And I need to find out how Knox has a sweet side. Cause I know that he has right. one. It's in there somewhere. Yeah. It's just, you know, and you, you start learning like what's, what's Sage's deal? Who are, who's her bonded? Who is she bonded to? Yeah. Why is he such a dick? Right. Like, and it really does. Um, it takes Sage as a best friend and it really develops her story, but it doesn't take away from Allie and her story. Mm -hmm. Um, which is very, it's like numerous plot lines, but all rolled into it's wild. And I'm, um, I'm, I just don't have, I have so many amazing things to say. I just don't even know. I feel like I just need to like message this author and be like, I need to be your best friend. <laughs> hey, <laughs> well, number two best friend, but, um, yeah, I loved it. I loved it too. All right. So if we were to Dick score, you just have to remember it's just book one, but even just based off book one, I could give a clear, I, I'm, I'm a 4.5 and only because I didn't, the 0. 0.5 is the Dick that I didn't get, but that I know sex. it's coming. Yeah. Well, I'm a five. Just without any sex. Without in a book. Any that sex. is unheard of for the smut hive. Yes. yes. And for me personally, like I, I'm just... This book is so good. Yeah. This world is so awesome. Yep. I can't wait. Everyone, you just need to read it. Yeah. Just read it. Yep. It's Kindle Unlimited. Yeah. Yeah. Get in there, folks. Mm -hmm. All right. Hey, um, we're going to take a break. Just a little bit yeah. of a break. We're going to be back on March 8th. Yep. Um, we're coming back with something we've never done mm. either. We've yep. never read a Sierra Simone. Correct. Here's my deal. I've always wanted to read her, but everybody has always said, oh, you got to read Priest. You got to read Priest. Okay. 
I get the gist of what happens mm-hmm. in Priest, and I just can't do it. Yeah. So we're going to start out with American Queen. Yes. And that is what we're told is like the second best yep. series that she did. So come back and see us. Yes. Goodbye. Bye. Bye.